<laughs> the first call I took because I, w- I was working in drive-through at in, at the Maccas, and then the, I, it was a call center at this other place. And like one of the first things I did was like accidentally say like, "Oh hi, what can I get for you?" <laughs> 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 Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming-of-age tales. We've got a very special guest today, very funny comedian, local business owner as well. (laughs) (laughs) The real businessman. Yeah, it's true. Business baby, it's Elliot Stewart. How are you? Thank you for having me, Community Notice Board. What what an honor to be here. (laughs) Thank you for having me. We're very excited. We're going all the way... I think we last covered this all the way back in episode 15, so that was probably two and a half Ooh. years ago at this point. We're going back to Newcastle, baby. Oh, yes. Hometown, baby. Yes. Alex's hometown. So, I mean, let's talk about it first. You are a legit businessman. <laughs> no. I, I, yes, I, you I, are. I, I, okay, I Throw am. the other two guys under the bus. <laughs> You're the king, right? It's me and two other guys. Well, we opened the Newcastle Comedy Club, a yeah. dedicated comedy club in Newcastle. So if you live there, check it out. It's on Derby Street. We don't know where that is. By all accounts, is... Like, everyone says it's the best club in the fucking country. You guys got to come check I mean, it out. Alex has it. been... It's Alex, so tell good. the listeners. Last time, so I've been, uh, I think, three times, mm-hmm. and la- and every time's been, like, a great, like, an awesome show. But it's, like, crazy because, um, you know, when, like, it'll be a good room in Sydney and it's, like, hot, like, like and a lounge or whatever, and they'll do the MC, will be like, who's ever been here before? And, like, everyone has because that's why that's a good room because they're just there's this group of people who go... Every time I go, it's a hot room, but... It's always new audience it's members like too. It's like 3% repeat customers, like, which I don't know if that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, because it's only so new, but it's like everyone who goes just has the best time. And there's this one woman that I was emceeing the other week and she was losing her mind. Mm. And she kept coming up to me as I was off stage at the back and was like, this is on all the time? <laughs> is, are you, is this on all the time? And she was losing her mind. Like and they, are, and they, they never came back. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no it, but it's they, they crowd are just so good great like i mean it's such a great setup obviously yeah and the, and the lineups are great and everything but it, like the crowd are like really just into it and it's and such are a you, great uh, you back there soaking up being like talking to people being like man i'm having a really good night and you're like i own this yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, occasionally, <what>? occasionally. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes i'll get off stage and then go like work behind the bar and people are like oh is that your first time and i'm like fuck i just hate <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. they're like no it's my first I, time attending bar yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want yeah, yeah. jamie thinks elliot's like this glamorous thing he's in a big fucking like Throne sitting over it, but it's like Elliot's like signing people in the door, serving drinks, bringing the MC on, yeah. does a spot, <laughs> cleaning up at the like it's you know what I mean. You're running around, yeah. Ragged. The, the customers will see me behind the bar and they'll go, Oh, you're just running around. I'm like, oh, I have to, I'm yeah. like, it's me who's making me do that. Yeah. Like, always one of the worst things about when we ran Powerbomb was like being on the door, being like, Have a great night, man. Uh, here's your stamp, yeah. Don't yeah. worry, it's $15. And then they'd be like, Next act is Jamie Kirk, and you'd <laughs> Chief Wiggum walk your way up. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that the they've got the fucking door guy? Yeah. Doing that prestigious night. Yeah. We have like rules when we when they walk in. It's like that no recording, no talking, can't take drinks outside, and also please laugh when I'm on stage. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell! And um, we are also uh, very appropriately drinking the new Steel, Steel City. City. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. we have that behind the bar. Beautiful. Oh, we got to so represent. Good. We try to get all, all the local beers in. It's owned by um, Daniel Johns or one of those kind of guys, Matthew Johns. It, well, it's the Gidleys as Gidley. well. I think Gidley. they all should yeah, be. Yeah, they're the yeah. same. They're all there. <laughs> 
Daniel Hill Jones, Matthew Jones, yeah. Jones <laughs> Gidley, yeah, John, John Lennon, uh, you know all those guys. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's and it's very newy. Uh, you know, there's an ad, and it's very like I don't know. There's a bit of I feel sometimes a little bit of. Um, you know, Newcastle cringy stuff that happens, mm. you know, and Newcastle yeah, yeah. is like, there's a few cringy, but I think it's sort of done in oh, a the fun, tasteful rocks, way. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty great. But um, yeah, no, and the new, and the, like, not to get the plugs out of the way, but the comedy clubs in Derby Street. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Perfect location. Like, if you know Newcastle, it's like, you know, it, it, it's, yeah, the real hard. How far the city. from Fanny's? Oh, like, so, like, throw a, a rock. A, 30 meters okay, from Fanny's. Yeah, beautiful. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yep. it, and it's like, and now the train lines cut from there. It's all connected. Yeah, you can catch a tram. You can people throw rocks at it as it goes by. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really hate it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Darby Street meant one of the worst. Uh, like guys who said he was a comedian, but over the course yep. of a conversation, clearly had barely done a gig. Yeah, where yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm doing the Ori, and he was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> and I was like. You don't know what the main gig in Newcastle is? And yeah. he was telling me he was a professional. So, <laughs> and then, like, I think I just started dating my now wife, and he was, like, hitting her up and, like, telling her bits <laughs> about how he was dating an anorexic girl, and the biggest advantage was that her arm was so thin, if he dropped something down the couch cushion, <sighs> she could reach right in. She's Ooh, just looking at him that's horrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, well, keep it up, man. He <laughs> was like, you go down those Sydney gigs, you can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, man. Yeah. Amy's just at an open mic audience of one somehow in this mm. conversation. This, this guy's doing terrible bits to her. Yeah. Like, this is great. Where was that at? Oh, uh, man, it's like... The guy told us as well, because it was like a quite a big bar on Derby Street, and he was like, this is where the Newcastle Knights come and just like ruin their reputation. Or the cricket, <laughs> cricketers yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe like that. He was just like, they come in here, they fight people. Like, there was a wedding there that day as well, and he was like, there's going to be a fight here later. Mm. I was like, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. great, yeah. Because <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know all your feelings growing up, but in Sydney, Newcastle has this image of, yeah, fights, bashings, and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was a period of time when... You go out at night, and this is like to the mid two thousands or something. And there was a lot of bash, like a lot of like king. But it was also yeah, in king Sydney, hits king hits. There was a lot of that nonsense going on. But well, Newcastle like, started the lockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because of that. <laughs> and it was like you know there was big clubs in Newcastle, and everyone would come in on the train from, you know, all those dungog kids and stuff. You know, not to blame them, but uh, <laughs> then the, you know get drunk, and then it would be like you know just a big melting pot, and everyone would fight. But I didn't feel like, like it was like a bogan town growing mm. up, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I was a kid when I was when that was happening, and yeah. now it's like now it's pretty nice. Once again, there's a tram, there's a beach, and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's it's kind of gotten better. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I hear all these stories about you know the gays being hated and that kind of stuff, yeah. and you're like, whoa, what the? What, what, <laughs> I was just oblivious as a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Like it, it, now, it, if you went there, you'd be, oh, like, everyone's like, oh, Newy going to Newy, watch out, yeah. watch out, and it's like this is fucking paradise. Yeah. Like, oh, oh man, Newy beautiful. Every time I go as an adult, I'm like, Newy's on the short list of places I could happily live. Like yeah. If I moved out of Sydney, like I yeah. like Wollongong, I like Newcastle, mm. anywhere on the beach, it's a bit of a smaller town. I think a lot of people from Sydney are moving up, or at least how it happened during, during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And in the last totally. couple of years, it's a lot more... Well, people wearing suits out and that kind of stuff. Okay. There's not a lot of king hits We're, and that yeah. kind of stuff We're anymore. We need to bring them back a little bit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> where's our culture gone? It's <laughs> 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 bloody hell. Yeah. So you grew but up uh, in Hamil where? Hamilton, right? Hamilton, Hamilton South area. Uh, Beaumont Street I, I grew up on, that kind of area. Literally on Beaumont Street, which is like the yeah. Derby Street and Beaumont Street are the two like nightlifey streets okay. yeah. in Newey. And I only know Hamilton from the famous Hamo mm. ka station. karaoke. Oh, uh, yeah, all the slay. Is that not what happened in Hamilton? Is that the... 
Slave story. What's the? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you might have to fill in the blanks on this one. Look at me. Sorry, Jamie. Like, come on. No, how, uh, I don't know the Hamo Station and the Kent and the mm. and the, they're the there's four big pubs on on Beaumont Hamo Station, uh, Sydney Junction, and the Exchange. I think. And um, yeah, they you just get banned from one and you go to the next sort of yep. thing. Like it's beautiful. It, but so and you were on Beaumont, like literally. yeah. Yeah, right next to the housing commissions that were there. So it was just like a rough kind of – our fence was always getting spray painted and that kind of stuff. My parents were, no! And, uh, <laughs> we live, I live right next to, uh, across from the race course that's there. So oh, you can just brilliant. go onto our balcony and just watch horses race Sick. on a Sunday. And then all the drunk people walk past their house like, yeah, we, what, we lost a lot. I got no idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. not mean. Uh, yeah, because the, the uh, Saturday races or whatever, when that was on, if you were in Beaumont Street, because it's only a short walk away mm. – and everyone would go in their sloppy suits, their Tarakash suits, mm-hmm. get blind drunk at the races, and then stumble up to Beaumont. And you just see this big wave of like yeah, idiots yeah. coming up. Yeah, right past my house. Right past <laughs> Elliot's house. Beautiful. Elliot's <laughs> rubbing out the swear words <laughs> on his pants. <laughs> so brutal. That's no, a good good culture. I don't know. It's a good. It's just a long street, and there's a train on one end, and you can, yeah, once again, pop crawl up, up And the you street. went to ha- Ham- Hamilton, uh, New- what was the high school? Sorry. I went to Newcastle High School. Hamilton South Public School was the one I went to. Right, right. Which Reese Nicholson also went to. I yeah. found out yeah. He posted a picture of him on it I was like Oh I went to that one And then Yeah it was great That was beautiful well, cool. <laughs> I think we also found out That Daniel Johns Yeah the silver chair Was at your high silver school Silver chair was at my high school Was that a big thing Would they that was a drill big, that There was one teacher Who interacted with them And that was like He'd always bring that up <laughs> like, yeah, I, I taught him once That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause at I I went to Warners Bay High School And we had like a guy Who like was a golfer Who came like Eighth in the US Open once. It's one thing. And mm-hmm. we would bring it up. That was it. Yeah. That was it for us. Yeah. That was all we had. And like you guys had silver chair. Yeah, so silver chair. Wait, what school did you go to? Warner's Bay. Warner's Bay, gross. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Central Coast. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, that's the worst inside. That's not a very, slur. Not very new. That's a Well, where it is, uh, it's Slave Macquarie. That's but a 20-minute drive where I come from. Yeah. <laughs> we were the, like, the Dungle kids and the yeah, Warner's Bay kids yeah, were yeah, going yeah. to town and bash everyone. Yeah. We had, um, I had a, um, my ancient history teacher in high school. His, um, his nephews were the two brothers in human nature. Oh, and he was like, it was the opposite. Where we would bring it up, and he'd be like, "I fucking hate this ball <laughs> <laughs> for the band stinks." Oh, yeah. right, yeah. he's embarrassed. He was so embarrassed. We had our music department brought like taught Delta Goodrum, Whoa. and they were not big fans of her. Yeah, yeah. which was like the weirdest thing because like she was like a superstar in our high school, and then like clearly you were like, "Oh, she's gonna be a pop star." Yeah, and they were like. And there was a big chip on the shoulder of like we don't get mentioned enough for what we did for her. Yeah, like, just okay. It's teachers, like, yeah. teachers on fifty k a year. Yeah, and fucking fine. like, like <laughs> I took music in high school. You fucking playing the xylophone yeah, half yeah. the time, being like, oh yeah, yeah. This, is, this is to credit for Delta Goodrum's beautiful singing yeah. voice. It's a beautiful, fact, beautiful fact, girl, beautiful yeah. voice. Like they probably did nothing. The fact that me yeah. and my friends used to play a game called Beta Wars all the time, <laughs> which was just us throwing xylophone beaters and hoping it would I hit someone. You guys in were the, the beaters. <laughs> Yeah, All great. the beaters in class yeah. fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was year 10 to 12 for me. Yeah, that yeah. was the great beater wars. Of yeah, so <laughs> in like high school, no, bullied L. You, oh, I was bullied the entire time. You were? The you entire time. I don't believe it. I was put in a bin on my third day, oh, and no. it didn't get better from there. <laughs> <laughs> Just went down in bins. It was a, it was a rough school. There was, um, was it really? Yeah. It was. There was Newcastle, like, once again, you're growing up in that kind of era, like, as it was kind of phased out. 
We had, we, had, we had a gay principal when I was in high school, which was Were like you, a- like, like actually, or just call him gay? No, he was gay. We had one too, if, that's yeah. just call him, <laughs> if you just call him gay. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every school in 1994 to 2004 had a gay yeah. Yeah. Well, in Newcastle, it was like America having a black president. It was crazy. First time ever. But it was good to have someone look up to, and that's good. He's in a bin next to you. You get, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get put in a bin on your third day, and you're like, things can only get better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was um, man. Teachers copped it so bad at, at our school. And it was, oh, it was beautiful. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, because at least the blame was off you for a second. Like there was <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, get them, not me. <laughs> yeah. Just, you're in the bin, being like, yeah, cop that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shouldn't have spoke back to him, miss. Yeah. <laughs> any any rem- any teacher horrid stories you remember? Oh, I'm trying to think of like, there's like there's some that are crazy and there's some that I could just. The mild, I, like we, the, one of the, a mild one was like I remember a teacher like got really angry, like you know when the teachers lose the yeah. Yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> and the whole class is mental like breakdown. Sli- yeah, yeah, <laughs> mental breakdown. I remember that happened, and then a, a kid just yelled out, "Okay, big titty machine." <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's a, a compliment. Point. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a, that's a classic. That's true. <laughs> See it in my brain. Uh, <laughs> or like another one of that similar situation where a teacher like loses it and then the kid just goes, yeah, that sounds like a you problem. Just <laughs> 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 yes, decimating him. Oh, man. We had a teacher literally lose her, like lose it. A friend of mine called Colin who used to just, he was like a, the biggest like mm. can't like he yep. really was um and she literally grabbed a mop and chased him with Whoa, a mop yeah. and then she was on she was away for four weeks <laughs> like she had like a mental breakdown yeah, yeah. My, like um, they would just torture this poor oh, teacher. My little brother, like my little brother's best mate, Jamo. Shout out to Jamo. In in primary school as well. I don't like as an adult now. A kid like giving you a devastating remark must be just so weird because you're like you're a fucking child. Yeah. 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 And um, this woman had just um gone through like a messy divorce, and, mm. and Jamo's like in year three or something, <laughs> and she's yelling at him, and Jamo just goes. It's not my fault your husband left you. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep. Fuck, that's so no good. better feeling than <laughs> seeing that happen. And the principal's like, you, you walked into it, to be yeah. honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he left, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think I've definitely told us on the pod, but I, it's another, like, mild one. But um, it just always makes me laugh how clever it is. But, like, wait, the... Toilets at our school had black uh, seats, mm. right? Like just, and this kid went around to all the staff because the teachers had their own toilets, obviously, and uh, just put Vegemite all over the seats. That's so you, genius. Yeah, you couldn't see it. <laughs> That's and really then funny. there's all these, and all these teachers, and he just kept doing it. Yeah. And then they they had to like because they just had like they didn't have locks on these because yeah. everyone they were like the kids yeah. that's their toilets yeah. you know they yeah. won't go in. they had to look, put locks on all the doors wow oh, yep. like proper so teachers had to go in with a key to that is toilet. ingenious it's they, so fun they started locking the student toilets at our school because of just like that similar just too many th- like crazy things going on yeah. like, you need to ask for a key to use the bathroom wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got locked out of our year 12 common room because people kept like carving in uh, the ducks of our school sucking a big dick on the That's common room, funny. and That's they basically good. like sanded it down to nothing. And yeah. they, every time it got sanded, the next day that Boom. same graphic would be out. And then we got a three week ban from our common room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, no one knew who did it either. No one ever owned up. So we're just like everyone would just be milling around in like the student car park, and mm. that was 
worse because that's where the teacher's car park was. So that just turned into anarchy there. Imagine if it was the ducks doing it. (laughs) 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 Never suspect. Get that extra sympathy. Or just whoever's sanding it, just trying to keep their job. (laughs) 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 I do want to bring up a bit of a Newcastle legend because we have, we've talked about Newcastle a couple of times. Of course. Um, this bloke, and you might be a bit young to remember him, oh, but cool. this is uh, Alan Robinson, a.k.a. Robbo, mm-hmm. very famous jockey. Um, and he used to do, which was, I mean, when I was a kid, he, he used to do like man on the street interviews on for the footy show. Cool. Always one of the funniest parts of the whole thing. He's like, how, you, how would you, like he's a cheeky... Very cheeky, ve- yeah, yeah. And like he was just like a local jockey that clearly had a... Um, uh, charisma and a bit of a personality and someone in channel nine was like like you know like this guy's funny yeah. like this guy's <laughs> a li- just give throw him a microphone do something with him he had nothing to do with footy but they just he just got us on the footy and and i think like him and fatty must have been mates or something yeah, right? exactly. and he'd give it to fatty and but now he's a counselor in newcastle oh, elected funny. to the council uh and he during lockdown they started doing the council meetings over zoom obviously a lot of mm-hmm. people doing zoom stuff but these meetings uh uh broadcast to the public so anybody who lives in newcastle can tune in tune in see what the council's talking about and multiple times he's gone viral for for these zoom ones the first one i'll just play the video so the the only video i can find is a bunch of blokes talking about this incident um just on like a racing um racing channel i guess but Mm -hmm. so this is this is robbo before the meetings about to start mind you public is tuned in and he's just chatting about his dinner Oh, great. Yeah. Um, it's so like before the pod. Yeah. yeah. And we talk about bad comedians. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I would. It is quite remarkable, the vision. So he's a counsellor and they've got a live Zoom. He doesn't quite realise right at the start that they are going live around the world. Check it out. It's the Parks and Rec thing. Yeah, that's good. Holly's here, Shell, because this is about to start. Shell's cooking tea tonight. What have I got tonight, Shelts? Salmon. Salmon. <laughs> you little beauty. <laughs> Whatever she serves up, I'll serve up in return, Jeremy. Just- Robbo, uh, Robbo um, I think we are live streaming at the moment. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, you're speaking to the masses. You'll be able to see my wife's beautiful salmon here in a minute. And, uh, yeah, I didn't marry her for a look. So- <laughs> <laughs> And also appears very concerned Just about the stop conditions. stop bitching and get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And it's great because there's like eight other counsellors in their own little Zoom box. Yeah. And some of like John Church is an old newsreader and he's a counsellor and he's wearing a suit and tie. <laughs> yeah. And he's sitting there looking down the barrel like, what the fuck is this <laughs> shit? Yeah, so if you didn't hear that uh, listening at home, he did say... Uh, I didn't marry her for a look, so I married her for a cookie. For yeah. a salmon. <laughs> for a salmon. Um, and stop bitching and get and on stop with it. Yeah. But then, <laughs> so that was the first time he went viral, talking yeah. about his wife's cooking, which, you know, it's a compliment. Yep. She's a good cook. Uh, second time, uh, this is from an article. Uh, so it says, uh, a councillor has been slammed by a Lord Mayor after he appeared unclothed in a council Zoom meeting <laughs> on Tuesday night. Yep. Uh, Councillor Robinson, can I just call you to order? You cannot be unclothed in a council meeting. That's right. Um, so this is just a screenshot of him. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Got the tits out. He's, the worst He's just got no What's shirt on. What's up with his on. nipples? They were very, very puffy, very odd. Um, so, yeah, so he went nude, um, 
be, just because I think his like wife is ironing his shirt and he's just <laughs> yeah. like waiting for it's it. Poor fucking wife. Also, like the inverse of the classic like Zoom, like on Zoom you can go to meetings without your pants on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can do it without your shirt as well. <laughs> he um and and because of this meeting, they've had to like put a new rule in where counselors have to be dressed in Zoom oh, meetings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh you know, yeah, you know you're a fucking uh, dodgy cunt when someone has to instate a rule around <laughs> your behaviour. Yeah. And the worst thing is that, and like... It, it's called the Robinson rule, right? Oh, really? Like, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and the worst thing is, like, no one will not vote for him because of this. Like, I feel like everyone's like, ah, give it to Robbo. Yeah, yeah. He's a local hero. Yeah, he's, he's a local hero. Of the people. Yeah. He's a, he's a legend. Um, this And it's not like he's been in a bit of hot water before. Um, so this is another article. A local councillor in New South Wales is facing calls to resign over allegations of relentless sexism and homophobic bullying, very mm. Newcastle, after he sent an email to journalists in which he referred to a fellow fellow counselor as a poof. Ah, yep. Oh, yeah. That's right. that's fine. Yeah. That's what are you doing? But that's a local <laughs> but his ex- yeah, how about his excuse? Uh I fucking love this because this is, you know, some of my best friends are. Um so he goes, I have no problem with poofs, he wrote in the email. <laughs> I have <laughs> I have one. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's so yeah, yeah, that's so. Funny. He goes. I have one work for me, and I'm very good friends with three poofs, who I'm proud to say are my friends. Oh my god! I mean, that has literally been like I have a black friend, but saying like I have an N word. Yeah. Oh, the poofs exactly. is so funny because it is a slur, but it's like yeah. it almost doesn't sound like a slur. It's when a bit you... of a retro, like a throwback. Yeah. You yeah. don't hear poofs much anymore. No, no. Uh, and then so, and that's not even the first time he's. Been in some hot water. Um, so this is another article. It's not the first time he's made offensive remarks about fellow councillors. In 2015, he was the subject of an internal investigation after he referred to a fellow councillor as a beefcake during a council <laughs> debate. That was a woman, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fella. That's a hella compliment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Say, what's wrong with that? Oh. <laughs> no problem with beefcakes. My wife's a beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> she cooks up a nice yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, Early beefcakes work for me. <laughs> Earlier this week during a council debate, he uh, is reported to have compared a female councillor to an elephant, saying some people have got more hide than Jesse, and the elephant looks like that. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> He's calling a fa- uh, earlier, even earlier than this, he angered many after labelling uh, the Newcastle Lord Mayor Fatso. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that's good. Man, this guy, I want to buy, like, just get him to write down all his insults. I <laughs> yeah. want a Fatso. Fatso's great. He said, he said another councillor was a big, chunky woman. <laughs> he called an openly gay councillor custard. <laughs> What? Is that just making up? That is, is just, that an old. Is that, that is like an old timey. Old, that is an old timey one. Oh no! You, again, he's bringing them back. Yeah. Uh, and when questioned why he called the Lord Mayor Fatso in an email to a ratepayer, Councillor Robinson said he doesn't think highly of her, and wondered how much it costs council to have the makeup done every time you see her on TV. Oh my god! Uh, and then he also called this guy this is the, worst. the big the, the woman he called a big chunky woman. He also referred to her as a fucking unit. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. That's, yeah, that's good. That's Wouldn't right. go so far as to call her a beefcake, though. <laughs> yeah. no, there's a scale between beefcake, fat, yeah. so big that, I mean, like that is a Newcastle hero. Yeah, yeah. like I said, there's not. It's very Trumpy in that, like <laughs> yeah. people who love him love him, and that's not going to stop anyone oh, voting fuck. for him. No, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But anyone who's not like, if anyone is not voting for Robbo, was not going to vote for an ex jockey on the Footy Show from the start. <laughs> yeah. But once he's in, everyone who voted for him is going to keep voting for him. Yeah, exactly. He's Absolutely. keeping him on brand. Yeah, yeah. on brand. It's Especially exactly. if he's digging, like dishing out these zingers. Every yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he wore a suit to the Zoom and didn't call anyone fatso, he would lose support. You <laughs> yeah. know, like people would be like, this 
not the man I elected. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not what I put Robbo in the council for. Uh, you you have to deal with council for um the comedy club. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No, really? <laughs> I, I got no idea. No, <laughs> the liquor license people came once. That's all I. That's all I know. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, good. They came in. They're like, "Ah, oh, this looks fine." And then they left. Called you beefcake and fucked <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was on stage at the time? They were like, "Ah, oh, we got to take this." James Connors, the other one of the oh, other owners, right, and he was James. the only only worker there. So he was on stage, and then Marty Wright was like, "I'm seeing," and he was like, "Hey, dude, the fucking police Thank are here." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I think a bunch of custards just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man! Bloody hell. I got something to bring up. This Please. is, um, I don't know, you'll probably remember it, mm. um, but it uh, especially um, has something to do with even Beaumont Street, right? So 2009, this is the biggest story in Newcastle's history. Okay. Um, Bigger uh, than the 97 grand have you guys Have you guys heard, have you boys heard of the Greater Building Society? No. Uh, no. Okay, so there's three companies, Microsoft, Amex, Hunt, and the Greater Building Society based the in Beaumont three. Street. The three companies in the world that up until 2009 had an ad starring Jerry Seinfeld. Ooh. Do you remember this, Elle? I do remember the ad, actually, now that you mention it. Do you guys, do you guys know anything I about this? I think I remember seen this Jerry ad. Seinfeld being in Australia. Yeah, ad. so this was, like, enormous news. So, basically, like, Jerry had... So, Seinfeld finished in, like, 99, I think, mm-hmm. and then he didn't do another thing for, like, eight years, right? I yeah. think B-Movie I think came B-Movie out. I B-Movie was It's, like, 2007, thing. maybe. So, maybe B-Movie came out, but he hadn't been in anything. He was just, like, a, you know, doing comedy, obviously. But then all of a sudden... The greater bit, and this is like a small bank in Newcastle, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not even the biggest bank that it's a Newcastle bank. There's a bigger Newcastle bank, so it's like literally got like, you know, you know, just a little regional bank, and that somehow they snared Jerry Seinfeld to star in their ad <laughs> campaign. Maybe he'll do the pod. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, he could do the club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they uh, basically um, like this guy, this John Dwyer guy, literally was just like ringing. They said, "We want to get a celebrity to do a campaign for us." We want to splash the cash and just try to get something, make a big, yeah. big event. And he just ran, he was ringing around everyone and he left a 2 a.m. voicemail on um, George Shapiro's answering machine. Wow. And George Shapiro. A 2 a.m. voicemail. 2 a.m. Yeah. voicemail. He answered, and it was some Aussie guy going, Hi, John Dye here from Australia, blah, blah, blah. And he thought it was hilarious. And he was like, What? I don't know what this is. Apparently, Jerry gets like 50 requests to do ads a week. Yeah. Like he's done two other campaigns for AM- <laughs> Amex and Microsoft and everyone. Wa- and then somehow they were like, all right, why not? So they, Jerry helped write these ads. They, they, they um, made up a street near Jerry's home in Long Island to look like Beaumont street. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and they filmed uh, like all this content. They got up to like 20 different unique ads from all, from this day or two days of, of shooting. They had, um, and Jerry does. Maybe should I should I play the pull it, play uh, the first that, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. Do we need to connect? The kookaburras in the background. This is a minute spot on TV. It's wow. like the most expensive. When it comes to your money, you don't want great. You want greater. It's like maximum. When I go to a drugstore to get pain medication, I want maximum strength. <laughs> He's Figure doing all this. will kill me, and then back it off a little bit. Where are you from? Here. Yeah. Well, it's nice to have you back. 
with a greater building society yeah, even one of the highest satisfaction ratings in the world. He does a little if you want to tag at the end here. Speak to an expert. Ask a greater customer. Anybody here from Wagga Wagga? That's Wagga Wagga. How good is it? So there's like there's 20 different ads where he just does a little bit other material and they flog a new product or whatever. But it's um it was like that came out and I'm telling you right this is how lame Newcastle is. The news of this ad was on the front page of the Newcastle Herald for three days in a row. (laughs) Wow. One, two, three, including a whole lift out why I did the ad, (laughs) front cover, and it was like the star article in the weekend. They gave me money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, apparently he got $5 million. Well, someone said estimated a $5 million fee, but he was getting. Does the bank still exist? Yeah. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, yeah. But he was getting 10 million, 20 million for doing like other ads. So he, he did it for the money, Discount. but not really. Like, I guess it was he all. He did it because he loves the bank. Yeah. Well, love the game. They said that he, because it's not a bank. He's a customer. It's technically not a bank. It's like a building society. So they're like, he. it's a bit of, this is the GFC era. Yep. So there's a bit of like, oh, uh, go for the underdog. Like, it's a good brand, not a good brand thing for him, obviously. Worldwide, his brand, no one could care, but it's not like he was doing an ad for a cigarette company yeah, or something, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And uh, he clearly was a bit like, I don't know, I'm bored. i got nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just did a small Australian bank. Yeah, yeah. But this is the thing. It was um, like, this is how, again, how lame some people are. But like, people just love this fucking ad. There's a customer comment. There was this article about all these people's response. And someone wrote, hi, I don't know how you did it, but I want to be the first person to open an account with you because Jerry Seinfeld is advertising it. I've always been a diehard Newcastle permanent building society customer, but in light of this, I want in now. (laughs) 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 I watch five episodes of Seinfeld every night and I'm a big fan. I'll be at the Stockton branch tomorrow to fulfill my promise. (laughs) Literally just switching banks. And and, uh, this is funny because before when I said that John Church, was he he used to do the ads for Greater before Jerry. And he was just a news presenter. Yep. And he would just do this dry ads on TV. And uh, this person wrote, um, I think these ads are great for a laugh. A huge step up from those boring John Church ads, which <laughs> wore out the mute button on my TV remote. <laughs> Poor John. I think there's someone else. I think the greater is honor a winner. I'd rather take financial advice from Seinfeld than a financial advisor. They just got it right. Unless Kramer tells me not to. <laughs> and he spells Kramer, he spells Kramer with a C, like Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> People are so stupid. Probably would have been pretty poor timing for Kramer as well. Actually. Yeah, mm. it would have been right around the old outburst. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to see a world-famous star do something totally unexpected. It's so predictable sometimes to see A-listers just doing A-list material. Brad Pitt in Snatch was the last time I was surprised such as this. So I don't know why he's comparing it Brad to like, Pitt <laughs> Snatch. Brad role in yeah, Snatch. Yeah. And Jerry. Doing it, yeah, yeah. Well, you'd be yeah. so mad if you were like a, like another Newcastle bank, like the Newcastle permanent. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's the small turf war within like a <laughs> 50 kilometers, and be like, they got signed. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta Hold get, on. we gotta get Matt LeBlanc, Frazier <laughs> right on the line. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and maybe I hear the banks are coming. <laughs> yeah, 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 I like it. Uh, and so just to wrap it up, so that like it was a huge success. Like, um, you know, this was in like Sydney, international news reporter on this and like uh 60 like increased awareness of the bank there's this article about all the market research about it this very dry market research about the campaign it's a 60 percent awareness campaign like like they tripled their uh customer base um the net loan approvals wow. went like uh 30 20 15 three years da, 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 had all this other research and one comment just just cracked me up it just said <laughs> right at the bottom this research is gay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
was really good. But there you go. That's Seinfeld. And I remember, like, literally, it was like the biggest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Wow, like, yeah. we were I mean, so like, what is going on? It's huge. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty big. And man. I mean, like, you've been doing comedy since you were what, 17, 16? Yeah. Yep. Have were you? Have you had a like a job there? Did you work? I worked uh, McDonald's I worked, or something? Yeah, so I worked at King Street McDonald's oh, uh, no, for the four worst, years, which man. is uh, the most violent King like McDonald's in Australia, I think, or something like yeah. New South Wales or something. We've, we've had to have like three security guards on shift all the time. <laughs> it's it scary going it's there crazy. as an adult just to buy something. Like, because you go in there and you just see a bunch of guys. Like, I'm talking like Saturday night. Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. Late-ish night. And you can see a bunch of guys who are there like looking for a a shit stirring experience. Like yeah. they're just like, oh, you know, they're joking themselves and you're like, oh God, if someone says something to and me. And I'm just there 14, just in my little, <laughs> oh, I'm tiny oh, and my little red. No. I was like, yeah, what can I get for you? Were you, <laughs> were you front or? I was back? front area, yeah. So oh. I was I was cleaning the dining room and that kind of stuff. Oh, so it was beautiful. Man. But yeah, well, it's, it's right across the road from like all of the nightclubs and like a methadone clinic and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So just all these creatures come in <laughs> and it's just a nightmare. So that was great. Did you, what's the most insane thing you've seen there? Oh, well, I've seen like people like, be like dragged out by security, like by their feet like screaming and shit and like just people just throwing milkshakes and <laughs> just like just meth heads getting angry about not getting their toasty quick enough and that kind of stuff <laughs> just, I mean, hey. they, like people would come in and with, with no teeth they'd be like can i just get a cup of ice for my teeth for my gums and you're like yeah man you're like 14 you're like yeah of course like it's crazy dude yeah <laughs> um, of all i need a cup of ice for my gums. yeah yeah that's a that's a that's a real mcdonald's hack <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. yeah how you can build like the land sea and air but you can also just order a cup of ice if you're addicted to meth <laughs> yeah. and have no teeth exactly and then I started working, I, I quit Maccas when I was like right out of high school. I started like a government job at paying teachers. I worked like teachers need to get paid. I worked in the payroll office for teachers. Oh, like, wow. That That's my, payback. There that you was go. my job. Yeah. No teachers you remember? No, well, like, yeah. Well, like teachers, it was like, it was like a call center. So the teachers would call for like questions about their pay and their leave. And I'd just, it'd just be 18 year old me like, hey, it's <laughs> <remember> me. <laughs> yeah. Hot tit factory, right? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> just add yep. a note to their account. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that was my uh, that was my big job. Um, nice. Wow, man! So Macca's to corporate must have been a that was a big thing. Just being change. like, yeah, I'm out of here, nerds. Yeah, oh, then working in the call God. center, which is not a yeah. <laughs> the first call I took because I, I was working in drive through at at the Macca's, and then the, I, it was a call center at this other place. And like one of the first things I did was like accidentally say like, oh hi, what can I get for you? <laughs> 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 Everyone's looking. <laughs> no. You're still wearing Macca's uniform. Yeah. <laughs> like, I literally have to apologize. Like, oh, sorry, I just came from Macca's. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, brutal. Yeah. so funny. I like, I, I left uh, HSC test early to do, the, to do the job interview for the, <laughs> <laughs> I got the interview for the, for the corporate job. And I was like, it was at the same time as a HSC test. And I was like too nervous to tell them yeah. that I had something else on. <laughs> so I just left early, just wore a suit to the HSC Fun. and then really? just left halfway through. Really <laughs> making a career decision then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that confident I'd get a job. <laughs> Teacher tries to stop you going out of the hall and you're like, I pay your salary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I will soon, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was surprised like at the 52 ATAR. So I was like, it's like, why is this? Yeah. <laughs> you left early, can't we Wait a minute, you don't get extra points for being best dressed? Yeah. <laughs> I was done the quickest. I should be getting something. So you yeah. never went out in the nightclubs, L? No, never... I, I don't drink. I've never never drank at all. So oh, I, really? 
I, I went out once with some friends and it was like nine o'clock. I just went across the road to a cafe and had cake and a green tea. <laughs> 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 like, oh, oh, this isn't cool. my scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's yeah. also not that much of a scene anyway. Like I, no, you yeah. know, I remember once went out to new uh, King street hotel mm. when the first times ever went out ever and the across the road from the Maccas and, um, when we went for a couple of bars and then we tried to get into King Street Hotel and my mate was wearing three-quarter cutoffs, bit of a dork. Beautiful. Uh, my, my good friend Richard. Sounds and then cool. I literally was like, we went to the Maccas and tried to find someone to swap pants with him. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, so we're like, come on, man, they're good pants. Like, you know? <laughs> and then this guy was like thinking about it. Well, I'll give you 10 bucks if you swap. We just want to go in and because yep. otherwise we're going home. It's like a fucking $60 cab back home yeah, to yeah. where we lived. But um, And then yeah, I was like, and then we, we had this crazy night. It was like, the next table, like that, sort of sucked in the end. You know, yeah. it's a bit too insane. That's hilarious to swap pants for someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah you didn't pull it off, but I was like, this could be the biggest I mean, move ever. This <laughs> yeah, could yeah. really spark. I us. got, I got this. Mm -hmm. While we're talking about going out in Newcastle clubs and and piss heads, please. A Newcastle man has pleaded guilty to high range drink driving mm. on his mobility scooter. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's cool. After oh. admitting to police he did not know it was illegal to ride it while drunk. The man, who was 65 year, years old, blew three times the legal limit when wow. breath tested by police who had been alerted about his erratic driving. <laughs> That's really funny, yeah. <laughs> police said they got a public tip-off about the man riding a scooter erratically along Railway Street in Merriweather. Mm. Uh, in agreed police facts tended to the Newcastle local court, the bloke was upset and told police that he did not think he'd done anything wrong. In a relation to the accused drinking, he said that he had consumed six to eight middies of beer between 3.30 and 7.10, but did not consume food while drinking. Mm. Police said the speech was slurred and officers could smell intoxicating liquor in the airspace around him. Listen. <laughs> he believed the airspace he, around yeah. him? Still he believed he was lawfully able to consume alcohol and drive his scooter as it was not considered a vehicle <laughs> under New South Wales traffic yeah. legislation. Oh, so he's a sovereign citizen. Well, no, well. it was kind of like... It, it made the news I mean, because like because he was like, man, a fucking mobility scooter is not a car. But is he on the road or is he on the? No, he was park? on the sidewalk. Oh right. So well, like, so that's such a risk to like be, to be like see that guy driving radically and be like, is he drunk or is that the reason he's <laughs> holding yeah, the scooter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. 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 <laughs> a big but that, call. It, it did uh, it did start a general conversation about like, can you be drunk on mobility scooters? Yeah. And the ruling turned out you can't. Wow. So if you're old and you love scooies, it beat the law. Leave the mobility. No, no, no. Yeah, oh, no. Hold on. Yeah, you're allowed to. No, you're no, you're not allowed. Oh. So leave the mobility like, scooter on. at home. Get a mobility Uber. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but man, you know, because like it makes you think about like because like I mean cyclists they get done for drink driving, but like imagine like. You know, me fucking riding my skateboard after a night at the Bali, mm. going down shredding at the bowl for a little Your bit. Your rollerblades. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah pop, popping on my blades, doing a couple of tail Roll grabs. Skates. I could get Your arrested wheelies, for drunk driving. like we're in Nazi Germany. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let us ride. Getting my little shoes with the wheels in them yeah. and yeah. wheeling the way home. Yeah. Skipping aggressively. You there's, know. A, there's a guy, like I love nothing more than just a mobility scooter parked outside a pub and there's a guy who goes to the... Um, What's the what's the pub at the top of Darley Street there? The Darley Street, Darby's yeah, yeah, Newcastle. Uh, no, no, in Newtown, right uh, at the top of Darley Street on the corner. What the Marley? No, the Junction. Uh, Botany View. Botany View. Botany View. Yes. Cool. There's a bloke who is, must be a regular, and I just I love it because every time he's there, and it's usually during the day, mm -hmm. you just you drive past or walk past, and he's just got his mobility scooter parked out the front, and he just yep. ambles off it and goes and. 
drink scoobies all day and then fucking if, yeah. if a cop pulls you over driving them, they should be driving one too. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, and they're like, yeah. you know, like it should be like half a car, mobility yeah, yeah. for mobility. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I, I think agree. That be the I don't know how it'd feel if I was in a mobility scooter and I was pulled over for drunk driving. Well, it's like, yeah, how do I get home? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> like, what do you, you want, want to do? You're going to tow in? this thing? You yeah. Know, like, I don't understand. I saw, it, there was, I saw a guy, and because the sad part is sometimes you see those guys um, and they're on the road, and I mean, like, highways, mm. like yeah. main roads, right? Yeah. And it's like, because they're, they're a little bit spaced, you know what I mean? They, they well, they're forget drunk. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, no, I mean, like, they're a bit dementia- Inflicted, mm. and they forgot. They forget they're not in a fucking car, and so there's just like all these cars behind this guy, and he's like in the middle of the road. Have you ever seen that before? That's great. I remember right. I was in fucking like in Newey in Toronto or in uh, in Lake Macquarie, and there's this guy, and he's just like, and he's whole car, and I was like going the opposite way, oh, yeah. and I come to this guy, just like. Like yeah. just like yeah, I'm going to the shops. What the fuck's everyone up my ass for? You know what I mean? They and have he just uh, forgot. Like, he turn just turn signals on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure I don't know. I can't remember. I mean, I guess they're all. Do you mean? I don't think they do have turn signals. They're not. No. They're just like little. They're yeah. for the shops. But then and I stuff. mean, they're saying you don't a need a car. You, like yeah, but you don't need to indicate into Kmart at Westfield. <laughs> you know, like I feel yeah. like that's what they're for, right? For scooting around the shopping centre. but I mean, I feel like I could beat it in court if I. Yeah, I you just read myself. an article that said the guy didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he didn't represent himself properly. <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'd only have a couple of beers. Yeah. <laughs> he had seven middies. I got a um a, a classic Newcastle character. This is a bit of a saga, and it's something like I've, a few times I've brought things like this up on the pod because mm-hmm. I love when there's some sort of David Gedner. Either nice. Mm. I live two doors down from him. Man, he's the best. What a character. I love that. I, I still to this day if. That like will tell people get in a bit. Like yeah. Gedner has some of the funniest jokes. Yeah. Like I don't know. He One of the funniest guys I've ever met. He Who's was, this guy? When I started comedy, um he's this Newcastle comedian, uh-huh. one of the best. Um he was the first person I ever met. He like he was the one that posted about the open mic, like the first open mic I did. Yeah. And I didn't want to tell my parents that I wanted to do comedy. So I didn't have Good a idea. I, I had to ask him to be my legal guardian oh, <laughs> to get into the wow. pub. And I get there, I, like, I walk to the gig and I get there and he was like, Can you come with me to my van? <laughs> he's such a weird guy. Like, he's I'm like seventeen, I'm like, Yeah man, sure, I've already come this far. <laughs> yeah. And he just wanted me to help set up for the open mic. But he didn't mention that. He was like, Come with me to my van. I was no, like, Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. And he's what? such a weird funny but weird funny, Con- Jack yeah, Connor's yeah. told me a couple of stories about it yep. about it. Some they used to do gigs. In public, is how yep. before the you guys, they uh, before you know the comedy club, there was nowhere to gig and Connors and that. I don't know if you were they involved. Did bus stop gigs, yeah, and yeah. just like have a PA system and yep. and Connor and I can't. I'm going to butcher the story, but like fucking Gardner saw a condom on the ground and mm. picked it up and was like waving it around like a used condom oh. to like people. He was and he didn't know what it was. Like, <laughs> and, was and everyone was like, no, <laughs> no, no little guy. Yeah, great. literally like that. They were just trying to riff on the environment. Yeah. You know? But uh, anyway, sorry to do so that. But he, he's so funny. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, this bloke is this not David be, Gettner. This better be funny, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a dude who, it's a bit of a saga, but yeah, it, this ended up in the Fair Work Commission. And so this is a published, uh, this is, you know, available for anybody to read, court, almost like a court transcript. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'll give you a bit of an overview of the story. Uh, here's the headline from the Financial Review. Jetstar supervisor fairly sacked over excessively flatulent worker. 
Oh my god. What's flatulent mean? Farting. He farts a lot. Well, that's very funny. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good bit. <laughs> uh, so a Jetstar supervisor has lost his claim that he was unfairly dismissed for failing to report a subordinate who fondled his genitals and regularly passed wind loudly and publicly. I mean, that's. Too that's a scale. Like, <laughs> yeah. like when you're like, oh, a guy farted a lot. I'm yeah, like, yeah. That's not fair. But if I was jacking off while doing <laughs> it, I'd be like, okay. Uh, so the supervisor of the Qantas-owned Budget Airlines licensed engineers had argued his sacking was harsh and unjust. Right, so he's an engineer, right? So he's, he's not yeah. a flight steward farting on like no, no. Th- business but, but this, So it's a bit of a complicated story. This bloke was fired for not reporting the farter <laughs> slash jacker. This guy's not snitching on his mate. Yeah. He's farting. Um, so he was fired. He was sacked after 16 what? years service while his subordinate got off with a final warning. So the, what? the jack off farter... The guy who's jacking off he didn't was allowed get fired. To, he was allowed to keep The guy who didn't snitch? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So funny. Um, it's unbelievable. But you'll you'll kind of see why okay. in, a, in a bit. Uh, Fair Work Commissioner <laughs> Philip... That were really funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's jacking off hilarious. Over the PA system. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Fair Work Commissioner, Philip Ryan, rejected the case after finding the two matters were not comparable because the subordinate's uh, conduct con- constituted sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. The supervisor failed in his duty to report it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the supervisor had also called his colleagues dumb cunts yep. and made discriminatory comments about Asians spreading COVID-19. Oh, <laughs> so fun. Way to hang us out to dry there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. It's like it starts off with man who fights gets fired and we find out it's the guy who didn't report the fighter was also racist. Yeah. So, yeah. Like that, you know. um, so basically what he, he alleged that the, the subordinate, the fighter, he would pet. <laughs> he says in the court notes, hereby known as the fighter. <laughs> the fighter. Uh, he would pet and display his erect penis through his trousers on multiple pet? occasions. Yep. And, and yeah, pet. so he'd, he'd pat it like it's a, like a fucking cat. That's fun. Um, so then, okay. I don't mind that. And this hmm. is, here's a little more detail around the farting, which I think is quite good. Um, so this is the second paragraph, uh, second part of the article. While farting in the office occurred, the supervisor argued it was different with the subordinate as he would not hesita- hesitate to, quote, put his legs up on the table or part his butt cheeks and fart for as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so basically it's like a back and forth between these two. Um, and they, yeah, they, the guy was like, I was unfairly um, sacked and the whole article about it. Um, but then I actually read the fair work commission, like statement statement mm. and it, it gets like right into it. And the Newcastle link is basically the father is a newie boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's from Newcastle. He was working in Sydney at the time for Jetstar. Um, his name's Christian Troyak. Um, so here's like, this is the allegations in full from Chris, uh, of, you know, from this bloke towards mm-hmm. Christian, uh, number one, Mr. Andrew Edwards, a B2 engineer stated he observed Mr. Troyak rubbing his genitals through his pants on multiple occasions and that Mr. Troyak would be overly flatulent in the workplace. Mr. Edwards also stated that Mr. Troyak had bullied another engineer. Uh, Mr. Brett Wilkinson, another engineer, stated that on or about the 2nd of July 2021, he witnessed a disagreement between the applicant and Mr. Troyak, in which Mr. Troyak described the applicant's attitude as embarrassing. 
Mr. David Hampton, another engineer, stated that on or about the 2nd of July 2021, Mr. Trike was disrespectful towards the applicant. Mr. Hampton also stated that Mr. Trike regularly rubs and displays his erect penis through his trousers and is overly sex, uh, overly flatulent in the workplace and makes racist and sexist remarks. Ooh. So this this workplace, I mean, yeah. anything goes here, apparently. Yeah. Man, okay. how does this guy pop on a boner in his pants all the time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like, what's going on with him? Another What's his secret? <laughs> <laughs> How does he do it? Um, Mr. Jumo, who's another engineer, stated that Mr. Troyak poured tuna oil over another engineer's to- toolbox who disliked tuna. Oh, this is great. Would openly rub his erect penis through his trousers, <laughs> was regularly insubordinate towards the applicant, and would make inappropriate comments such as regularly yelling, fuck me, Pauline, in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> That's I so like funny. There's also just an escalating list of complaints where he's clearly doing high school bullying. Yeah, yeah. He had the guy in a head hold and was giving him a noogie, and also he kept rubbing his erect penis <laughs> yeah. through his shorts. This guy can't go 15 minutes. Yeah. He's, just, he's, like, he's tagging I, everything he does with I, a rub I, I gotta call this guy a slur, but I've also gotta take some time to rub my erect penis <laughs> through my pants. That's my calling card, man. Uh, and so Nathan Woods is the the applicant. So he's the guy who brought the uh, unfair dismissal mm. case, um, and he's also the one who eventually got fired for not reporting mm-hmm. this guy patting his dick. Um, so Nathan, this is Nathan Woods. Um, during the period around August of 2020, Rob Clark came into the office with two similar parts and asked you which one was the correct part to use. You provided the answer, and when Rob left the office, stated, "What a dumb cunt!" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't happen a hundred yeah, times yeah. an hour, Is everyone there? not in done every that? single. Yeah. We've all had dumb office. cunt colleagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Uh, around May of this year, Pat Bagnet sent an email to Sydney engineers in reference to aircraft damage from a cargo loader and the requirement to use a hangar. You then referred to Pat in the sign-up room as a fucking dumb cunt. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his own. You, you then rubs your erect penis through your pants. Um, and then third, third allegation against Nathan. Um, around Christmas of 2020, you referred to Sean Costrodes as the Bali bomber. Oh, <laughs> yep, yep. In a vehicle ah, that's with fun. present. Um, so later allegations in February 2021, you witnessed Mr. Troyak make an inappropriate comment about gas chambers to Matt Painter, a member of your crew with Jewish heritage. Oh, my God. Mm. The other guys, I'll show you gas chambers. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> um, and this this is great. So, um, yeah, basically the guy is farting. He's jacking off. He's a, just a, like clearly a menace in the office. And he's not the one that got fired. And he's not. And, <laughs> and, and the, his boss got fired for, for not, not snitching. For not snitching. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's clear that he's an asshole as well. So people mm. are just like not. No one's standing up for this yeah, guy. Yeah, sure, okay. Because <laughs> he's referring to people as the Bali bomber. He. These are his excuses for his behaviour. And by the, I cannot stress enough. This is. A government, th- you can find this on the Fair yeah. Work Commission yeah, website, yeah. Yeah. and it just says "dumb cunt." All through. it's so funny <laughs> to read. Uh, so his excuse on the thirteenth of December, twenty twenty one, Mister Reed and Mister Clulo met with the applicant Nathan Woods and Mister Stewart. The purpose of the meeting was to discuss any matters um, from arising from the findings, um, as well as provide the applicant with further opportunity to provide any additional information. During the meeting, the applicant stated that. And this is his excuses for his, his mm. behavior. Uh, he did not condone poor behavior. He has a diverse friendship group. Here we go. Someone, yep. be- someone best friend. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I'm, I'm some of my best friends of the Bali Bombings, actually. <laughs> uh, his third excuse, this behaviour was commonplace in Sydney. So he's like, this is what we do in Sydney. Yeah, it's kind of a Sydney yeah. thing. I get it. The Bali Bomber comment was only that Mr. Castrodes's smile reminded him of the Bali Bomber. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Classic. <laughs> his actions did not breach any policies and the language was banter. So he's just Locker using the banter talk. excuse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, it, of course, he goes on to apologise. But, yeah, oh, man, I, that fucking... It was like that a 30-page report, and yeah, I was yeah. dying laughing. Really. Yeah. So like, I just love the detail that he would pull his ass cheeks apart and fart for his <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, like, I, my mate Tony used to work in a powder coating factory or like a little off powder coating little thing, and uh, he would tell me some stories that they were like horrendous bullying. Like there was this one guy, Terry, who was in charge of um, safety, and so if any time anything went, like alarm went off or anything, he had to respond. And they used to uh, set up fucking fishing wire behind Terry's back oh. while he's on, while he's working on this, and they tie fishing wire across the thing, and they go to the other side of the factory and flip an alarm switch, and so <laughs> Terry'd hear alarm go and turn and trip over and fall on his face. Oh yeah, that's good. <laughs> and, they, and, this is, and they were twenty two year old guys, and Terry's like fifty, and, <laughs> and they just used to torture Terry, torture Terry. Yeah. It was just school, you know. We're talking about torturing teachers, yeah, and they yeah. just went straight. In a powder coating torturing, and yep. then um, they would like someone shat in Terry's bag and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like and Tony that was so such that's a brutal. Brutal. That's yeah, a that's brutal. Brutal. Yeah. He would just come home from work, and I'm like, he's like, oh fuck. There's a guy called Malbo who used to work with him, and he'd be like, Malbo fucking shat in Terry's bag. He <laughs> <laughs> was just telling the most horrendous fucking things, and I'd be sitting there like, this is uh, this is like. This should be a current affair, you know, <laughs> yeah, investigation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so brutal. That's brutal. I know, I know. Let alone getting your bag turned inside out. Yeah. Getting it shat. It's, yeah. so, it's, yeah, it's just level. so straightforward to be like, yeah, I did it. I just yeah. shit in the bag. Oh, my God. Uh, I want to bring up just one more thing, which I, which I love. Uh, Newcastle. I, well, there was a couple of um. Well, it's about the foot and it's Newcastle, the NRLW, the Knights, the, fe- the female mm-hmm. uh, Knights team there where – um. Uh, this is during the, uh, just, you know, a, a moment in, in a time when the Queen had just died. Mm-hmm. And, recent. Uh, very recent. And uh, Newcastle, Newcastle's NRLW coach rushed to the fence of Indigenous star Caitlin Moore in wake of her um, social media posts about the Queen Elizabeth's death in which she referred to the late monarch as a dumb dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Yep. And since deleted Instagram posts, Moran wrote, today is a good fucking day. Um, and she wrote, Luke Combs announces his tour, who's like that country singer. Yep. Like, so oh, she's really excited about Luke huge, Combs. Yeah. Today's a good day. Luke Combs announces his tour, and this dumb dog dies. <laughs> <laughs> Happy fucking Friday. Yeah. And uh, which is, I, I, mean, I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's and cool. I think it's hilarious. I mean, you know, and fucking, of course, all these people have a fucking conniption about it. Ugh. Ray Hadley yeah. said, this is perhaps the most reprehensible thing I've ever seen connected to rugby league. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah, yeah. Dude, how long do you have, right? Yeah, yeah. Calling yeah. someone a dumb dog or fucking a dog. The guy beat off the yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, Remember that like guy fucked a dog? There's a guy who <laughs> stuck his dick in a dog's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of, there's been like three different dogs. Well, that yeah. guy was Some old bitch dies. That wasn't a dumb dog, that was a smart dog. 
<laughs> it was a very clever dog. Um, well, I just fuck, fuck, I found that so funny that Ray Hadley just. Yeah, oh, I, I thought it was hilarious. That's so great. But oh, anyway, damn. Man, good yeah, good Let's get the final two. Yeah, let's do it. Elliot, someone says. I'm coming down to beautiful Newcastle for a day. I need something to do morning, afternoon, and night. What do you tell them to do? Morning, go to Papa's Bagel Bar mm. on uh, Hunter Street. Nice. It's a great one. It's a great little uh, bagel bar. What mm-hmm. are we ordering? I get a sea salt bagel. Ooh. Nice. Bagel okay. with sea salt. Very simple, delicious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's your morning. Um, then walk up, go to the beach, check out the beaches. Beautiful beaches. Beautiful. Amazing. It's a walk you can do. You can go see some trees and start north at the beach. Um, yeah, so <laughs> lunchtime, I, I don't know what to do in the daytime in Newcastle. i got no idea. Nighttime, come to the Newcastle Comedy yes. Club. Open Tuesday, Friday, club. Saturday. Come along. Um, yeah. It's bangers, yeah. And, um, and the Comedy Club and then uh, the Lucky, where I went with my family. Yep. We did a, I did a spot a couple of months ago, brought the fam. Um, and did a spot, and then we went to the Lucky, which is like a real great Beautiful. pub. Yeah, just used down to be the called the Lucky Country, and then everyone just called it the Lucky, Lucky Cunt. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it was that's um, funny. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> and it used and Cam James has a bit about it. Uh, not anymore, but he um, he used to do a bit about it because they used to do dollar shots, or, mm. and they were like liqueurs. Oh, I remember that bit. Yeah, it's called the Lucky, and it and it was that. It was like a just a Darrow dollar dollar shots, but yeah, like um. Uh, Sam Booker and stuff Not like You know yeah, 20% yeah. shots yeah. Not hardly good But like You know You would get blind yeah. And it was Darrow Darrow And then they just Did it up Got rid of the country part Just call it the lucky Yep And it's great yeah, I think really we nice had now. dinner there one time Yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good so No it's dollar just shots the anymore there No Unfortunately not <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah No The comedy club And then there's so many options around It's not like yeah. you got It's not like the store where It's like you go to the store And then you sort of I guess I'll go Stuck. home. Yeah, yeah. It's you like go to PJ Gallagher's. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-five dollars for a school. Exactly. Yeah. You're right there. And this is crazy about Newcastle. Sorry to steal the, Please, the, do the your thing. Elliot's part. But um, when I did the the thing the other night, um, parking across the road at the Argyle thing, four dollars. It's crazy parking. Yep. In the city. That's outrageous. Isn't yeah. that unbelievable? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? It'll be twelve, fifteen bucks. The and whole it's like night. Four dollars for the whole night. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah. nice. In right in the city. So Newcastle rules. It's really underrated. It's, really it's this little pocket of just like great restaurants and cafes and that kind of stuff. There's a comedy club there now, and it's. Just come check it out, yeah, guys. Come check out Newcastle. Yeah. Fantastic. We can't stress enough. If you are listening and you're in the area, check out the Newcastle Comedy Club. Yeah. It's totally worth a visit. Good Absolutely. night. Um, um, and last question. Last question is for, we probably know the answer, but Elliot, you've <laughs> made your millions from Newcastle Comedy Course. Club. You are you've ascended to the highest heights. You can afford all the Legos uh, you want. <laughs> I did, I'm building great Lego at the moment. <laughs> I was guessing, what's the ultimate Lego you'd build? Oh, um, I'm really looking at the Lord of the Rings Rivendell set Ooh, at the moment. I'm really nice. excited to pick that one up. That's red hot. It's got great little tiles and stuff and just all the characters. Really excited. That actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. Really, really excited for that. So the real question is, would you settle down in Newcastle? But yes, I would settle. I'm already there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I know, I've thought about moving to Sydney for ages, and now I'm just like, I can just catch a train. It's like a two-hour train. It's like, yeah. why even? I don't know. Why bother? Yeah. Yeah, it's I pretty. I agree. Stay. It's fucking Build it up. Thank Take you. over the world. Yeah. We're coming for you, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Well, right. Apart from the comedy club, anything else you got to plug? You got show at Sydney Comfort. Yes, I'm doing a show at the Sydney Comedy Festival, uh, the 19th to the 21st of May. It's my first solo show. Hey, wow. yeah. Very exciting. Go check it out. What's honestly. it called? It's called Elliot Stewart is Growing Up. Uh, oh. It's a little show about I, I started comedy when I'm 17. Now I'm 22, and it's all about how I've been molded by the. Harsh world of comedy. We're along in the tooth. Show now. about how, how, how I've been groomed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave gets a lot of that. A lot of that. Check it out. It's yeah. a fun show. 
Yeah. yeah. What was the dates uh, again? Sorry. Uh, the 18th to the 21st of May. And Factory or Enmore? Factory Theatre, yeah. Factory Theatre. Beautiful. Yeah. 50 yeah. seats. Perfect. Yeah. Tickets 20 bucks. Check them out. SydneyComedyFestival.com. Absolutely. Yeah. Check out Al. He's one of the While you're at it, why don't you check out our podcast community notice board. There you and go. And give us a five-star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit us up with all your hot tips on social media. We love it. Someone has messaged us during this episode. Ooh. And also you can buy shirts from the link in our Instagram mm-hmm. bio. Mm-hmm. They are selling like hotcakes that nice. have gone off and aren't selling. Very <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they are, are smelling, smelling like hotcakes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're great shirts. It's a great pod. Elle's a great guest. Newcastle Comedy Club, great club. Great city. We'll see you next week. See you, everybody. All the best. Thanks, mate. See you. Bye.